She didn't tell me I was fat, but she was just like, man, when's the last time you worked out? And I was like, worked out my problems? She was like, no, at the gym. No. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's been a minute. She was like, huh. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Buku Stories. I'm your host, Glenn, Mr. My ex told me my obsession with cleaning is a sign of control issues. Look, I just told her I don't want any food from that dirty ass kitchen. And with me in the building, as always, I got T Green, Mr. I'm so sorry my web browser history is too much for you. T, what you got for the people this week? No, no, it's not. I'm always on private. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Straight up. Also in the building, we got Jeff, Mr. Wanna know if you're the ugly friend? Wait until it's time for a group photo and count the number of phones you're holding. <laughs> Jeff, what you got for the people this week? I do be holding lots of phones. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> That's funny though. <laughs> I thought it was just because I take good pictures. <laughs> I know. That's funny. Also, in the building, we got Max, Miss. If I ever use whatever as a complete sentence, just walk away. Max, would you get for the people this week? Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of your better options. I don't think you want to find out what, what will happen if you stay. So. Message received. And last, but certainly not least, we got Keenan, Mr. If you can't get it to work right, maybe you should do it the way I told you to do it from the beginning. <laughs> Keenan, what'd you got for <laughs> Keenan, what'd you got for people this week? It's as simple as that. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, if I say do it a certain way the first time, you know, it would get done right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. Just not insinuating the right stuff. This makes you sound like abusive. <laughs> <laughs> like dinner ready is pizza. That's, uh, <laughs> that's bad. You shouldn't agree to this one. <laughs> he ain't hesitate on nothing. <laughs> Okay, true or false? If their response is, wow, that's crazy, they weren't actually listening. What you say, Keenan? True, because that's probably what I say. <laughs> All right, what you say, Max? Um, I feel like it depends because sometimes you don't know what to say. So you just say, wow, that's crazy. 
So be like you you were listening, but you just don't know how to reply to that. And it might not be the you might not have like a nice reply to it. So maybe like wow, that's crazy. It's like your default response to that. So I feel like it oh no. Is. No, I would say, wow, that's crazy if I want to get out of the conversation. That's my thing. I'm going to say that, and I feel like that's like kind of a finite, like, hey, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, let me go ahead and go do this or whatsoever. I just go walk away. So, yeah, so. it depends. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Oh, yeah. uh, probably, man. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of times I don't be listening. I'll just be like, no, huh? <laughs> That's real. That's how you know I'm not listening. Be like, no, huh? That's real. You niggas ain't your niggas because y'all be saying it all the time. Like, wow, that's crazy. Like, oh, huh? That's real. Or my go-to is, man, that's wild. Look, man, 20% of the time, I just don't know what to say. The other 80% of the time, I'm just like, I ain't really catch that. I say this and I, I be listening to like something somebody could legit say something crazy or say something off the wall like Terrence say some fuck shit all the time and I'm like wow that's crazy you know so it ain't necessarily gotta be gotta be like oh I won't listen like he said some fuck shit and I'm like damn we gotta keep reiterating that huh? <laughs> them jabs in there I don't know if I could keep up today but uh I think my thing is, uh, I'll say, uh huh. <laughs> like that, that's my thing. Like, are we talking to something? I'll be like, uh huh. <laughs> that's it. So, if you ask me to repeat what you said, then I could, you know, repeat it. But as I'm repeating it, it's listening to what I'm saying to remember what you said. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Right? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, man, that's crazy. Like, yo, no, huh? That's real. Jeff, you said that a lot. Uh, no, huh? No, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I say that, it? and you know what? I, I, I said 20% of the time, I just don't be knowing what to respond with. It's more like probably 40, 50% of the time. It's like half, half. That's real. But. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did it. Keep doing it to each other. <laughs> I didn't even think, I, it's like, I didn't mean to do it. It's like subconscious. I was like, that's real. But I promise that's how it be, though. That's how it be. That's how it be. Sometimes, sometimes somebody will say something, you like, you don't want to disagree with them because you don't want to get into it. And you just be like, no, huh? And they did what? Man, that's real. So what happened uh, after that? You didn't even got to say nothing. Conversation <laughs> on autopilot. They just right. keep talking. Yeah, you know, and I think that's actually probably more, more akin to what I would use it for is the I, I may not be actively listening to you, but my, my response is like, man, that's wild. Or what? That's like, you can keep, can, you can continue the conversation because you feel heard. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And that way you've gotten it all out and everybody wins. It also depends on how I say it. Because it, I, I feel like it's super clear if, you, if I'm actually listening to you. I'd be like, no, huh? If I'm just like, no, huh? That's real. You know, you said that a lot. Damn, you said a lot. Do I say it like that a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you listen to me. (laughs) Probably not. You're giving away all my secrets today. Right. Which which yours is T? Uh huh. Uh huh. I feel like a lot of people, um, they just waiting 
for the part of the conversation that they can talk. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're speaking over a general topic. You're speaking at it. I'm not listening. We could be saying the same. Then I speak to it. And then you're not listening to me. So you speak. You know what I'm saying? Conversations, I feel like, go a whole lot smoother if, like, we just need more, like, a lot of people, but, you know, we're just not listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be funny. doing this all. Right. No <laughs> but you were saying that. I was like, but don't you do that during a podcast? <laughs> don't do record. You were like, uh-huh. uh-huh. No, it's time. like I have to, I have to like start pacing myself because it seems like sometimes I'm not listening to the person, but it's like there's a lag. Like if I'm speaking, I can hear somebody else speaking. Or I know that somebody else was speaking, so it sounds like I'm just talking over them, unless I'm just trying to get them to stop talking. That's real. But continue. Is it better to mention a problem directly or indirectly? And I'm going to start with Jeff. All right. I feel like the obvious answer is it's always better to mention a problem directly. (sighs) That's not the reality of how people act. I mean, the direct way is always the best way because you're going to have to confront somebody regardless, right? Because not everybody think like you. You're not going to pick up on the same stuff. But that being said, I mean, you prone to ask one of them, one of them leading questions like, huh, you just uh, just leave food lying around the house at your mama place? Damn. <laughs> you said leave food? Food. Oh. If you leave poo around, that's a bigger problem. I say, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on in your life? <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not a real that's not a real thing that happens in my life. I'm just using that as an example. I hear you. <laughs> you trying to save yourself right now? <laughs> like, I'm not like I'm not that bold. I'm not that bold <laughs> to be airing out problems I have with people on a through a podcast that they might not never listen to. <laughs> All right, Kenny, what you think? I mean, we, I, I would feel that we all going to say the same thing. But yes, of course, it is better to mention the problem directly. Uh, it don't make sense to do it indirectly. It leaves too much confusion, too much, you know, just too many bad things. Just go ahead, you know, directly address it or, you know, mention it to help get a solution as quickly as possible. That's the only thing that makes sense. You know, you do it indirectly. I mean... Hey, sometimes if you do it indirectly to kind of help where you don't have to say something, the other person may realize, okay, you know what, maybe I do need to deal with this or fix this or do something different. But like I said, direct, addressing it directly will help, would be better. More civilized, less issues, less problems, less arguing. And I'm always about less arguing. I've done enough of that in my life. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. T, no, huh? T, what you got? Oh, that's about that. See what you got. <laughs> um, I think I answered things uh, directly, indirectly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll put it out there like in a joke. I'm going to address it right then and there. And I might like, 
like as soon as it happened, I'm gonna say something about it, but it might come out a joke, but I'm letting you know that I'm aware of what just happened. And you know, that's kind of like the easiest, like spare your feelings. Cause I can't, like Jeff said, I can't gauge your uh, perception of things. So I don't know if you understand things how I understand them. So like, I'm gonna put it out there indirectly, but you're directly gonna know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. <laughs> I don't even care now. That's wow. All right, Max, what you That's got? Crazy, man. That's crazy. What you got, Max? I feel like it depends. So, I guess generally you want to do it directly, but then yeah, there are times where you might have to be a little indirect because uh, somebody might not be getting the point so like um like oh okay got it so I had a situation um my my boyfriend in college right had a like a problem with like dude speaking to me that weren't uh but he like speaking to me first and then and not speaking to him when he was like around me and I'm like what is this right he's like this is the violation of man code um 17b blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't really give a fuck. Fuck you. So I didn't really care. I never like brought it to anybody's attention. He kept bringing it to mind, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, I need you to stop because this doesn't even sound real. But he kept bringing it up. I'm like, this doesn't sound real. You need to stop. So mom was like, first off, my, my family is really petty. My, I get it from my mama and my daddy. My mama was petty and was like, you should do the same thing. I'm like, all right, bet. So some girl like spoke to him and didn't speak to me first or at all. Did I care? Not really, but I had a pump fake like I did. I was like, who is that? And he told me who it was. I'm like, uh-uh, well, you need to tell her she violated woman code 37F by not speaking to me first. And then they got rid of the situation. That's real. So which way would you say that was? You, how did you handle that? Like, was that direct or indirect? I went I direct first. Indirect. I went direct first, but the petty situation was indirect. So you got to be petty sometimes and indirect in order to get a point across sometimes. Y'all still together? Hell no. <laughs> he married yeah. to somebody else. <laughs> so, that make a lot of sense. You got to be I petty mean, in order to get your point across. Yeah. I mean, tough. but I was also like 18. So... Yeah. That's pretty fair. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, it's it's better to mention a problem directly. But of course, you know, we all take the indirect approach. I remember this one time, this young lady, um, she didn't tell me I was fat, but she was just like, man, when's the last time you worked out? And I was like, worked out my problems? She was like, no, at the gym. No, <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's been a minute. She was like, uh. Okay. No. <laughs> Needless to say, I uh I invested in a a sweatsuit. It was at the wreck. Um and I was eating grilled chicken Caesar salads because I was like, maybe this is a sign. So now if she had told me I was fat flat out, I'd be like your mom, which wouldn't have helped anything. So my feelings would have been hurt. So her indirect approach to me actually worked because it had me kind of question and understand what was that about? So it, it it's like, like Max, you said, it depends, you know, some, like if you want to be, 
if you're bringing a problem that could be slightly offensive, you may have to take an indirect approach. But if it's like a problem like, oh, you leaving trash all over the house, you know, pick up after yourself, you can't just be like, this ain't no goddamn maid service. You got to be like, hey, pick your trash up. Or you make it fun and you just extra trash. Like obvious tracks on the floor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's fun. Like then it's gonna be like, oh, you getting kind of out of hand, huh? Yeah, that's my point. Now we gonna keep this house clean, you know what I'm saying? Before we have, remember, if you know, you know. Let's go. Bruh. she could have just been like, "Yo, bruh, we should be a little bit healthier. We should both go work out." But that's not what she said. Right, that's how does up. she look? <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna laugh. I, I, <laughs> I just like you should have said the, the pot calling the kettle black. That is how it is right there. Look, you just stand in the you like, just stand in the full length mirror with them and be like, I'm not happy with myself. You happy with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> look at yourself. <laughs> Come on. Zam. It's Glenn with this week's Buku Stories Motivational Minute. Most people spend more time and energy going around problems than in trying to solve them. Henry Ford. If you've been made aware of an issue you can directly resolve, stop with the bull jive and take care of it. Far too often, we pretend like it'll all go away if we ignore whatever the issue is. Truth is, it won't. Those bleeding gums won't fix themselves, neither will that check engine light. Oh, and just so we're on the same page, stop using Febreze on your wigs. It doesn't work like that. Instead of dancing around your problems, do what really needs to be done. I know it can be hard to face challenges head on, but sometimes you have to look that problem straight in the eyes and say, turn the effing AC on, Jeff, you old sorry monkey hoe. It's hot up in this bitch. And I'm fat. Help me. Take control of your story. Don't come with that bullshit when it comes to bull drive. Now let's get into it. Asshole. All right, so I got a hypothetical for y'all, right? So my fiance told me that if I proposed to her with a ring she didn't like, she might have told me no. Am I wrong for feeling some type of way about that? First, of, <clears throat> hold on. First off, if she wait, hold on, hold on. Let me. Okay. So you proposed to a chick, and she said if the ring wasn't what she liked she might have told you no if you don't yeah. get the fuck up and leave her where she's standing and her sitting that's that bullshit you hey. got your goddamn mind hey i understand what you're saying i feel you what about you jeff what you think look I'm... you better not you better not <laughs> look man there's, there's a couple of things one I would never get a ring that I thought the person wouldn't like. That's the first thing. But then also, I feel like 
Bro, you can say yes and just ask as we can get another one. <laughs> I could return it. It's all it's all good. If you just I do I do think that there is something a little bit wrong with you love me, you love me till death do us part. That's the way you feel like you love me. And then just because the ring ain't right, you like, nah, I'm good. I'm could be. Look, I'll just say this. Basically, if I would have heard that, give me my shit back. I'm gone. Give it back. Just give it back. That's no, cool. Uh-huh. You ain't gotta like it. I'll go ahead and bring it back, get my money back, and you know, we can go ahead on do whatever we want to do from now. Wow, that's crazy. That's too real. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I would have insulted, said, uh... honestly. I, I'm a really feel insulted if that would have happened. Like, nah. Like, bro, is that really what matters at this time? Like, this is what supposed to be. This is what you work on. This is what you're thinking about. This is what you're talking about. You talk about That's why you look. don't like, propose like, with the ring in hand. You oh. pull the Homer Simpson and you propose and you, you put an onion a fried onion ring around the finger. <laughs> Jeez. No, Man. no, we're not rocking with that one. No, I, I, I'm about it. Like I said, look, I, yeah, you know, because the the, the cynic in me wants to believe that if you found someone that you want to ask to marry you, regardless of what the ring looks like, the gesture itself should be what's most important. That 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 is how I I, I see things. That that that's my belief on it. But I recognize we live in a day and age where people like nice things. And if the ring isn't super flashy or super fancy or even what she likes the it may give the impression that oh you don't consider what i like you don't like you don't consider my feelings it may read some whole other shit besides ma'am i had 150 dollars it's the best i could do for now we, we can we, we can we can replace this but here's what i had today i was ready to make that they make make that make that move and this is what it is. Dinner cost me too much already because you want to order steak and lobster. Wasn't planning on that, but you expensive. So this one fifty is all I have for that ring, and hopefully, you know it suffices. But if you tell me that it's not gonna suffice, you might tell me no because the ring poo. Whew, bless your I'll, single heart. I also feel like if you was if 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 you think that might be your response. Then when y'all have conversations, because I, I, mean, I assume y'all should be having conversations about marriage, just tell them like, yo, like, if when we get ready and you want to propose, I prefer, like, it's okay for you to propose to me without a ring, right? Or like some, like a cheap no-frills ring, and I can go through and pick one out after the fact. Which I feel like should be the easiest way to do it, but then I wouldn't allow them to show it off when it immediately happens. Mm. Yeah, that's um, true too. Okay, so I have, I'm on the fence about it. So while I agree, you can feel some type of way. I also feel like <clears throat> one, you and this person might have ring shop at some point during the relationship prior to you, um, like getting the specific ring, right? I feel like that's what people do. I wouldn't know, but I feel like you're supposed to go like ring shopping and then like you pick out certain ones and certain like characteristics of certain rings that you like, et cetera, et cetera. And then 
like you'll pick one of those or build some like idea of a ring based off of that. But at the same time, it's like, can you, I don't know if you can really be mad about somebody not liking something, right? But not to the degree that that's contingent on whether I marry you or not. I guess it's almost like a homeless person. Like you'll they'll ask you for some food and you go in there and you'll get him like fries. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I don't like fries. I wanted a burger. Guess your motherfucking PJ ass ain't eating today. PJ was choosy, huh? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, I don't so feel I know, like. I, I had a friend who had that happen to them before. It was like they saw a homeless dude outside of a Whole Foods and they bought him some food and he was like, Oh, I just want organic. I want I want this organic. <laughs> and my response was, man, he must not have been homeless for that long if that's if he's still asking for for some organic gluten-free shit. Now, now this is the thing. The the question said, like, she told me she might have told me no. Might. Wow. Might. The key word here but is no, might. But- but no, but I think it's this. If you don't like the way the ring looks, I'm fine with you saying, hey, I'm not really a fan of the, the look of the ring, the design of the ring. Can we look for something else? Okay, cool. Look, this was just me buying something. You know, it, I, I was like, spur the moment, because it doesn't always happen the way, like you said, with ring shopping and all that. Not in my instance. I don't know about the other two. But <laughs> like I said... It doesn't always happen that way. And so if I were to propose with a ring, and then after it, if she, after she's like, hey, look, I don't really like the design. Can we go look for another one? Hey, look, let's go. Because I read you have on one that you like the way it looks. Prefer, I mean, you know, and not the one that I gave you. Like, hey, if you want a different one, I'm cool with you saying that. But if you about to tell me, oh, I might have told you no because of it, I'm going to be like, all right. So that makes me feel like you more worried about the ring than me asking you the question. Like, that's where I'm like, all right, just give me the ring. Like, if you're going to tell me no just because you don't like the way the ring looks, then do you really want to marry me or do you just want a fancy-looking ring? Message. Right, which is why I was just like, I don't think that's a good enough reason to say whether, like, to... I don't think a ring it should be, like... I don't think that uh, whether you say yes or no to marrying some buttons should be, should be contingent on how the ring looks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I also feel like people are entitled to feel how they want to feel about something that they have to wear, which is why I also agree when you said, like, we can go shopping later. I feel like some people forget that's an option. Yeah. What if a part of the, like, the relationship's love language? Like, Mm kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you show how much you love like not like I'm buying you or nothing like that but you show how much you love just by like the amount you spent on a wedding ring because you know that this was something that she always wanted she really wanted and she expected something nice and that's how kind of like how y'all communicate y'all love what if that's anybody everybody I mean, no, that's fair. Like I said, if, if you've established that she's a person who who signifies love with, with expensive things, then yeah, if you show up with a ring that you got from like, you know, Dollar Tree or something like that, then yeah, you expect her to tell you no. But if it's something where that's not her love language and it's not something that you have explicitly talked about before, 
and you do your best to provide um, this small token of what you're hoping to commit to this person, and they're considered telling you no because they don't like the way it look, I think take the wheel. I think even if they equate um, love with like nice things, I think there's a level of uh, there's still a level of like we're not talking about whether or not this ring is expensive. We're talking about whether or not you subjectively like the way that it looks. It doesn't matter. This ring could have been $50 and you could love the way it looked versus it could be like $7,000 and you could like love it or not like the way that it looks. So like, even if the person is equating stuff to like, like expensive stuff equals love. Like if I got you a $7,000 ring and you was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say no. And the reason why I'm saying no is because that ring don't like it is hideous then i'm kind of like wait 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 so are you do you actually want it like this this ambiguity around like do you actually love me enough to want to get married and you just want to change out the ring because hmm. if so then why don't you just say yes and ask me to change the ring out hmm. my honest thought is the second i have this new information i'm gonna propose to a second time probably gonna have like a move ring and i'm gonna just hope she says no and that's it that's that wow that's crazy no huh that's real uh i can do it myself <laughs> dude but dude 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 and, and and lady it you cannot fathom the immediate feelings of disappointment and rage if you tell me no because you don't like the way the ring look because that should be joy well actually no you know and and let me i'll touch on that too so the, the 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 rage and disappointment comes in because somebody like me i would probably show up with, with a dummy ring first this this is a joke like hey you know you got your got your ring pop Got you an onion ring. And if you like, oh, that's cool. Of course I'll marry you with this onion ring or with this ring pop. Then cool. We on that level. But if you like, if it's a real ring that I actually really tried, I ain't saying I tried super hard, but say I tried. And you still are just vehemently against what it looks like and you like, no, I'll marry you because of the ring, then yeah, I'm upset. But to your point, T, I am happy. There is a moment you know, after the immediate rage where there is some some joy and some relief that maybe I dodged a bullet with this one. He said maybe. <laughs> like what? <laughs> she said no to a ring. That you she didn't say no because she wasn't ready because of the ring. He definitely dodged a bullet. <laughs> I mean a moral of the story is you just have the conversation with your partner ahead of time. Just said, I mean, I mean, if you know you particular, just have the conversation ahead of time. Be like, yo, if we ever do this, you don't even, it don't even have to be a conversation. You just drop the hint. Drop it like year one, year one, week 26. <laughs> and just be like, yo, man, you know what's crazy? Is if we ever get married, I really prefer that I pick my own ring and then just walk away and don't say nothing else. And just see what happens. <laughs> so the indirect approach is what you're saying. Oh. Yeah, I hope sure. I get proposed to. This next segment is brought to you by Canal Street Health Clinic. Ladies, does the smell of tuna follow you around? 
Fellas, tired of having crab legs everywhere except for the dinner table? The friendly and discreet staff of Canal Street Health Clinic can solve just about anything. Now accepting walk-in patients. For this week's Buku Crew feedback, we got seven submissions in. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to leave any feedback on an episode you listen to, feel free to hit us up at Buku Stories on Instagram and Twitter. First feedback we got in came from Tisha, and she said, nice switch up having Max lead her own episode. Not one lie was told. That is true. And Max, you know, since you joined us for this particular feedback session, want to definitely, again, congratulate you on a really well, well, well-received episode. Um, really good feedback on it. So thank you to your crew for, of course, you know, sabotaging and capturing and kicking me out from the front of recording. But uh, it definitely was a, it was a good evening. It did, I. Damn. You sound like a hater. As you sound like. You sound like a big hater. That's what's up. I'm glad um, they liked it. Yeah, because actually the second feedback we got in was also about your episode. This is from Lena. And she said, the hot girl episode was lit. Like Max said, I need a dick that physically lifts my spirits. You said that? Jeez. Either that or he better have a thick ass bank account. Y'all funny. Hey, man, the dick got to be thick or the, the, the wallet got to be thick. One or the other. Whatever happened to personality? I mean, that comes later, but... The quarter has been melted too. We're concerned about how, you know, we can advance. Now, you're either going to fuck me or you're going to, like, feed me financially, you know? One or the other going to happen. What about spiritually? Yeah. Look, I, what I said was, <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you ain't here, be Like, we're either concerned <laughs> ourselves with fucking or feeding us financially. One or the other. I don't give a fuck about the spiritual connection right this second. I meant with the Lord. Hey, that's between you and whomever you pray, meditate, etc. to. That's between you and that entity. She said, I'm going to call out Jesus' name if you hit it right. Hey, man, shoot. He give his name the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we going to hell. All right. Um, <laughs> that's what's up. Don't let they like it. It makes you feel good. <laughs> It was good. It was really good. The uh, next feedback we got in was from 99 Problems, but my wig ain't one. Shout out to you. And she said, I'm not giving anyone my full trust from jump. You're not going to have me looking stupid out here because I assume you weren't on no stupid shit. Like Terrence said, you have to earn my trust. I mean, it's not like we said that we just giving them full trust, but it's just... We have no reason to initially not trust you. So I would give you the, let's just say the benefit of the doubt. Let's, let's go with that. They, they misheard what Terrence said. <laughs> let, me tell you what this, let me tell you what he said. He said he not trusted nobody with nothing. And all I said was there's levels, right? Like I'm trusting you not to hit me when we driving down the street. <laughs> Right, I ain't say I'm gonna sit up here and trust you with my. I'm not, I'm not gonna trust you with my bank account to make like sound sound uh, sound decisions with my uh, investment portfolio or whatever. There's levels. There are levels to this. I might want to actually listen to what Terrence say before I get <laughs> on <the> wagon. And <laughs> hey, while TV talking wild reckless, y'all just be like, "Yeah, he right." Nah, you better listen. 
Uh, speaking of being nigga. wild, oh my bad, what you got? I said that nigga is never right. Oh well, I forgot who was on it. Yep, yep, that's Max. I forgot. Um, Mo dipped through and said, uh, "Y'all boys crazy. Ain't no way I'm trusting food, especially dairy products, beyond the use by date." Got a point there, you know. Like, cause I had some cilantro on the fridge and it said Best Buy, and I looked at it and I was like, "Eh, look a little gummy." And I don't think it's supposed to look like that. So, yeah, yeah, Mo, you, you got a point. But, I mean, it's teach his own, right? All teach I heard was, you ain't never struggle. Oh. <laughs> you ain't never have to live a life where you ain't have enough money to go to the store to go just buy you a new batch of cilantro. I got to pick through. I, I lived a life where I had to go through and pick through and find which one was the best looking one. This is damn shit. Cause cilantro like twenty nine cent a a, a, a Shut bushel. up, Glenn. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, so funny enough. Speaking of being cheap, um, our, our girl Sticky dipped through, and uh, Sticky said coupons on the first date, and that was for some frozen yogurt. I bet that was the last date, huh? Actually, Sticky, no, it was not the last date. And ironically enough, I think it was the last date I paid for. So, fellas, if you got them coupons. Go ahead, let some things fly. If she ain't paying, she better chill. Yeah, if I got a bogo, if I if I got a if I got a bogo at Canes, and you want Canes, why I gotta spend the what thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars to go buy you a box? Because I'm definitely using that bogo at Canes. I better get y'all my ring. The next feedback we got in was from Miracle, and she said, "Are y'all serious?" LOL. How are you going to ask me out on a date and then expect me to pay for anything? You invited me. Now, actually, Max and I had a conversation about this, you know, off wax. So she may want to chime in with her thoughts. But uh, yeah, Jeff, this come at your neck talking about making girls pay for the first date. Yeah, I'm about to say Jeff alone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was pay for you. Like, okay. we go into the bar. We go into the bar because it's a quick and easy way. No, no commitment whatsoever. You pay for you. And and even furthermore, if you actually listen to the episode, what I said was like, I'll probably still pay for you. I'm just saying you shouldn't expect me to pay for you. My thing is if you oh, are yeah, we did say that. If you are taking me somewhere and you you ask me out, you plan it, I'm expecting you to pay for like majority of our tip first I'll I'll at least pay for the tip if you pay. But at the same time, it's like if if you're really going to sit here and plan a date and expect me to pay, like, what kind of bullshit is that? Sounds like uh, I'm not trying to, a, I'm not trying what? to, like, get you caught up kind of thing. Like, I'm not trying, I'm not sitting up here trying to get, like, spend all this exorbitant amount of money and then you feel some pressure that you got to do something. I don't want that in my life. First off, and, and it's the first meetup. I, I, I guess, to me, I think about things differently. I think about the first time I meet up with someone differently than the first time we go on a date, right? So, like... Uh... It's like the first time I meet you, I want something that's like where we can talk. I want something that's easy for either of you and I to get in and out of where there's a lot of people. So both of us feel comfortable. To me, that's like a bar of coffee. That's easy. Like, I feel like that's nothing for you to come through and just pay for your half of it. And even then, I'm, I'll probably still pay for pay for your half of it, even if I even if I even even though that's the thing that I'm saying, I'm not going to deny that I won't. But then like the next one, like if we went. I don't know, do pop golf or some shit. Like, yeah, I'm mean, just cover the whole thing. That's an actual date. I think it's just determining on how you want to, like, 
how you want to define what it is that you're doing. If I invite you on a date, then yes, I'm I that's what I think it is. If I if you're inviting her, then yes, it should be expected that you're going to pay for it. If it's a right. situation where you guys agree to say, "Hey, let's go on a date." Like you saying like a first date, that's that's almost an agreement that you're coming to. Yeah, you should expect, yeah. you know, you want to be put in a situation where you don't feel obligated to do something. But Yes, if I do ask you, then yes, I am asking you because I am already assuming and I'm already gonna, I made a determination that I'm going to pay for it. Because if I if I'm asking you, you know, that don't make no sense for me to ask you, and then I don't think you're gonna, you know, and then I expect you to pay. Like I don't know that that wouldn't make any sense. But I guess, like I said, it's just defining is is separating what it is. You're just you're asking for the date. That's why they're expecting you to pay. I do have a question though, Max, on that okay. same notion. If you ask me on a date, that means you paying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, all right, I, hey, cool. Yeah, all right. No, hey, I'm I, checking it, I do this shit now. Like, if I plan something, like I'm legit putting the money into all of it because I want to do that for you. But I also expect the same shit. If you're planning mm-hmm. to take me on these specific to this these specific places on the date, I'm expecting you to pay. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly because I also do the same shit. Yeah, that's fair. And our last feedback came in from Top Flight Security. And he said, I took a chick to a bar on a first date and she drank more than I did. When I tried to tap out, she called me a little bitch and left me with the tail. Man, look, I know some drinkers. So if you take a chick to a bar on a first date, she out drink you. Yeah, you a little bitch. It's okay. I mean, I'm mad you didn't just tell the bartender that y'all was splitting. <laughs> I feel like this this was an easy way to not get left. When you was like, man, I can't do it no more. I'm out. You just ask for the check and say, we splitting. And then you're done. You ain't, you ain't have to get left with the, with the check like that. I don't understand what the problem was, where the miscommunication was. <laughs> I don't Yo, know. I'm just, I just feel like you a lightweight. You getting out drunk. Look, man, not everybody I, built for it. I actually know this girl that had some sort of, I don't know if it's, I don't know what the hell it was, but she basically just couldn't get drunk. So this man, the bar just kept buying her drinks and he was like dead ass tapping out and she was like perfectly fine functioning. She's like, you good? And it wasn't even like a date. He just found her attractive and wanted to keep buying her drinks because he thought, he thought some good, some fuck shit, but she showed his ass. You ain't gonna get me. <laughs> just like, ass. call him a little bitch. <laughs> I still fucked up though, bro. She ain't had to call and, him a little bitch. Right. No she, name calling. Called him out his name and he spend money on him. That's just cold blooded. She could have just been like, I don't think this is gonna work out. Then walk out. <laughs> nah, she gonna out drink your ass and fuck up your ego. That sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of Buku Stories. Join us every Tuesday morning for new episodes and be on the lookout for bonus content on the third Thursday of each month. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Buku Stories. Buku Stories is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.